0: And I remember when I was on tour, I just really started to have like these breakdowns because I felt like I was living like two separate worlds. I was in this world of this performance world where everything was just amazing and going well, but I would come home and still be sad. My friends who passed away at an early age from um, AIDS and HIV. And I started just like, you know, they passed, I'm still here, I'm healthy and blessed in so many ways, I wanted to just creatively share my story. Hey,
1: y'all. Hey, it's your host, Paisa Noel, and welcome to the Paisa Noel Show, hashtag PNS, a talk show based in LA, California, where most of the guests reside. Also a talk show where we always find that laugh. I am stoked that we have officially arrived at PNS season two themed "Overcoming the Odds and Pursuing Passion." In addition, PNS viewers and listeners have now been named Drumroll, paisa Noel Show, Passion Propellers, and Bold Beauties. You might be saying, "Hmm, what do that mean?" Well, all that means is that you are bold, beautiful, and not just pursuing but propelling your passion. And if you're not "quote unquote" yet, I think you will after hearing these stories. Throughout my journey as a former professional dancer turned talk show creator, I have met some fascinating people with inspiring stories. Let's dive on in and hear them. Peace out. It also takes such a versatile person and well-rounded person like you to be able to do both theater and, and TV because there's a lot of actors that I see that cannot do both. <laughs>
0: It's a different craft, and I can say it was a different craft, you know, when I first started doing TV and like short films back in New York, I mean, yeah, I didn't have it either. I look at some of the old takes and stuff and be like, ooh, no, it's a different technique. And I put myself into a, a TV acting class, even while I was still in Lion King. I would do the show, some shows, two shows a day in the evening, whenever I had the free time during the afternoons. So yeah, I would be in weekends. That's what it was. We would have two shows on, on Saturday and I put myself in the TV acting class on Saturday morning. So I would wake up around like Ooh. seven. Yeah, girl, I wake up at seven. <laughs> I would go to class at nine. The class was from nine to one. Fortunately, it was right in Times Square, so I only had to walk like three blocks to get to the theater. But 9 to 1, and then I would show up at the theater at 1.30, which was our call time, get ready, do the show at 2, have a little two-hour break in between, and do the show again at 8 o'clock. Um, but that was because I knew that there was a different craft, there was different technique for TV that I didn't understand and I didn't know because I was all theater. And then on top of that, I was all musical theater as well. So I was like, all right, let me con- let me study this. Let me study the craft. I haven't hired a TV coach at one point. I wanted the information, you know, I wanted to get the technique done because I don't want nobody to be read me. No, but anyway, no, <laughs> but, but no, not about people read me, but still, you know, I want to get hired.
1: Yeah,
0: I want to be able to know how to transition from the stage to television.
1: That That shows how you pursued your passion, you know, um, you could have been just like, this is a busy schedule and I'm not going to even work on anything else, but this is what I mean by pursuing passion, working hard and maybe yeah. day long if it has to be, but like that hard work paid off and
0: yeah. Yeah. you got to do so. <laughs> it, it, it sure did. That's what you have to do. It's like, all right, what are you going to sacrifice? What do what do you not need to do much of right now? So how, how are you going to balance this out basically? All right. Yeah. So, you know, go to bed earlier um, um, so you can get up at, at six or seven o'clock so you can be in class at eight, right? Um, yeah. So it's, it's all about balancing out your life so that you're you're prioritizing what needs to be done in that moment. And, and the thing is, is that if you have your goal and you have your focus, you got a lot of stuff going on, prioritize which one is going first, Okay. All right. So if you say, hey, I'm working towards this goal for the next three months, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to work towards this. I'll get back to the other thing or I'll let the other thing wait because I need to really focus on this right now. If I try to do X, Y, and Z, it's going to be too much. I'm going to get stressed out. I'm going to end up in the hospital or something like that, but prioritize it and just know it's only temporary. It's only temporary. You know, You can get back to partying and doing stuff that you really love. prioritize and plant the seeds and let that tree grow, right?
1: I love that. Thank you. I needed that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. So what made you move to California?
0: Okay. So here's where we get even deeper. (laughs) Um, My last couple years in um, New York, I just wasn't feeling inspired. And I wanted to move on from the Lion King. And I also wanted to tap more into my personal creativity, if that makes sense. I wanted to share my personal story more. I wanted to be a voice for others. And I get this from my mom and my dad. You know, my dad, rest in peace. But my mom, she should be 80 next year. She's just so involved with the community back home in Virginia and her organization, you know, and doing a lot of charity work. And so I, so I have that charitable heart. And I try to funnel that, channel that charitable heart into my creative passion as well. And so when I started touring, I I did start to have a couple of just sort of like emotional moments where my mental health was not well. And I wasn't really fully dealing with, with everything about me. And I was dealing with a lot of internalized homophobia and internalized AIDS and HIV phobia as well. And I hadn't fully come to terms with myself and accepting my, me being gay and also accepting because I, I, um, I'm HIV positive and I tested positive when I was in college. So I hadn't come to terms with a lot of that. And I remember when I was on tour, I just really started to have like these breakdowns because I felt like I was living... Like two separate worlds. I was in this world of this performance world where everything was just amazing and going well, but I would come home and still be sad, um, just because I felt like I was hiding something. And I had a you know a dear friend of mine was like, "You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to share it. It's true." But something needed to be free within me, right? I felt like this little. I was silencing my voice. I was trapping myself inside. So I started to write. Um, a friend of mine bought me this book called The Artist Way. And I started to just use that and started to do some self-healing work. And I was real big into self-help books. And, and then I just started to just reflect back on my life and where I came from and my friends who I came out with and who I partied with back in DC, who I went to the clubs with, who I was like walking balls with. I was a part of the ball scene at one point. Um, and my friends who Passed away at an early age who were gay, who were black, and who passed from um, AIDS and HIV. And I started just like, you know, they passed, I'm still here, I'm healthy as fuck. I am blessed in so many ways. I've never been sick a day in my life. So I wanted to just creatively share my story in that way. So I started journaling, which turned into writing, which turned into creating a one man show where it was about just a coming of age story, you know, coming coming to terms story. And that's when I got to a point that it ended up towards the end of Lion King where I felt like I wasn't fulfilled enough. I wanted to just be more of a voice and help people through my art. And so I went back to school, went to NYU to um, study um, dramatic writing and educational theater, but the educational theater sector which was applied theater where you use theater as a teaching tool to go out and to speak and serve in underserved um, communities. And some people was like, why would you do that? You're on Broadway. Why would you go back to do that? I'm like, my, my spirit, my heart was just telling me I need to serve in another way. So I went there, I went, I took the time off Went back to school and it was, it was a great thing for me and I created another piece and I was able to tour to different colleges and speak on panels to just share my story um, and to also speak and bring more awareness to AIDS and HIV within the um, African-American community um, and and to also help um, erase the stigma that we have around that. And I gained like a whole new group of like friends and people who were there to just who saw me and, and and supported me, and who they even came to me and say, hey, you helped. You know, I'm not even a black gay man, you know, <laughs> and you helped shed some light to me on my life. And thank you. But anyway, I did that. I went to school, and I got really burnt out because I was like working so hard, and I got into a relationship that I thought was going to be healthy for me, and it turned really unhealthy. It became really abusive. Um, And I was at a place where I was like, I cannot do this anymore. I needed to leave the show. I needed to leave New York. I literally got out of the relationship because, you know, I literally got knocked in the face. And so that's a a wake-up call to tell you to move on, you know, when when someone puts their hand on you. And the producers from Lion King, they said, hey, Cornelius, um, we are closing the show in Vegas. And want to know if you would like to go to Vegas to close the company. And I didn't take one or two seconds to think about it. I said yes right away. I was ready to leave New York. I was ready for a change. I know I only had eight months in the show, but it was some nice, nice job security for eight months so I can get set up and just sort of start anew. And I already knew when I was leaving, I said, um, yeah, I'm going to leave New York. I'm packing all my stuff up. I'm selling my place. I'm packing all of my stuff up. And I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm stay- I stayed with a good friend of mine. I'm going to go to Vegas. And I am going to move to L.A. right after that. So make a long story short, that's how I got to L.A. I was in Vegas for eight months with the show. I closed it was literally the day after the show closed. I had packed up this U-Haul with my car and my friend and I drove down to my apartment, which was in Hollywood, right off of Cahuenga Boulevard. And I was still burnt out from performing and from school. And so I stopped performing for about like a, year, or like a year, almost two years. And then I went into a yoga studio. But yeah, yoga studio. And I started doing yoga. Yeah. I was just like, it was probably when my first or second week. I stepped into my friend's class at Core Power. I don't know if you ever met Bridget, but she used to teach there. But anyway, she brought me to her class. And next thing I know, I was just a floodgate of just tears and stuff just started to release. And I, next thing I was signed up for teacher training. And then next thing you know, I was just like, went from one class to taking like about eight classes a week into a teacher training and out of the teacher training. From like teaching one class to teaching like almost like seventeen classes a week, and that was just my way of detoxing, purging, releasing everything that I had went through, and it saved me. It saved me, you know. It's, it 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 put me in a better place mentally, emotionally. Before I even started teaching, I would go to other teachers' classes, like. I love what people say now in the comments, like how you introduced me about uh, your friend who you used to do work for trade with and what she used to say. That's what I used to say about other teachers like Bridget, you know, like Melena who used to teach there. Um, Amanda, I used to say that about those teachers. Jamelia, you know, those were the ones who inspired me and who helped me get over a hump and who helped me really, you know, become more of who I am, especially as a fitness and yoga instructor as well. So yeah, um after about two years, I realized that I was ready to go back to perform, but I said, I have to keep the yoga in my life. I have to keep it in my life because it helped balance me. And um it helped balance me in so many ways. Um, I can go to an audition and kill it and I can leave and totally be done with it before that I never could I would go to an audition and I would hold on to that stuff before yoga before I really get dove deep into yoga and its benefits um emotionally I would hold on to stuff like for weeks like why ain't it why they call me back or hmm they must have been like hmm I sang that note wrong hmm, man that inflection on that line was not right that's why you know I would in my head in my head but when I really tapped into that yoga it allowed me to just be completely okay and complete with how i showed up in the space and in that moment and that's why yeah so i was like i'll never stop doing it i'll never stop teaching as long as i'm performing it's all gonna go hand in hand
1: are you going to, do you have any plans to do those one-man shows again or
0: anything? Yes,
1: see?
0: it's been a minute and um, it's just been like a balancing act for me. Again, it's more so I'm just like, all right, I want to do it, but does it make sense right now? Do I really have the time right now? What am I really focusing on? All right. So, but yes, and I did create a new show. Oh, gosh. Um <laughs> So, and I did a reading of the first act and um, I haven't done anything since then. It's so good. I love it. It's fun. It's funny. It's emotional. But my, I have a good friend of mine within my circle. He, he and I are, we're buddies and we're doing the um, AIDS ride together. And he just finished a writing workshop with um, his writing mentor. They did a whole Zoom workshop and uh, he wrote a new play. It's a 10 minute play that he wrote. So since our show's, talk, speak of similar topics. I right. think we, we're going to do plan just like a night of a reading. And then, yeah, so that'll sort of be my, that's going to get me back into that space of like sharing. Yeah,
1: Your revival in that space. Yeah, it's my revival. <laughs> and what,
0: yeah, yeah, it's going to happen in the new year. Oh
1: my gosh, I can't wait to go. I'm going. <laughs> 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 I did want to make sure you know that you said that you like to give back and you majorly, gave back uh, teaching yoga, you really change people's lives. So like, I I always say that our purpose is always helping people and you are just beyond serving your purpose. And even in the things that you may think is uh, just simple or whatever, like teaching or just, you know, just something you like to do, you are just really touching everybody. And I constantly always heard wonderful things. And even people that see you from afar on IG, like me, like you are super inspiring. You naturally shine. So please keep doing what you're doing and just know that you're touching people like me and your teaching has really shifted people's lives. They loved going, they love the energy. And um, I just wanted to let you know that.
0: Thank you. That's a great reminder. It is a great reminder because, you know, my personality and also being a Sagittarius as well, you know, we, we we do the most <laughs> we be doing the most um, because sometimes we feel like we, we're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. And um, but thank you for that reminder. It is. And I tell myself now nowadays I'm like, you're good. You've done enough. You're serving. You're serving. You're serving well. So be, be totally OK with with that. And don't try to say, oh, I serve enough. No, you have served enough.
1: Yes, if you don't do anything else, you've definitely done enough. And just know you doing your everyday life. Somebody like me that hadn't really been to yoga in a while or anything else, you have touched me by just, just your posts. You probably didn't even know that I'd be seeing this stuff just being yourself and living your truth and being you. And I, I could just even see your character in some of the captions that you would write and things like that. Like those are super inspiring. So just know we see you, we see you Cornelius. <laughs> and you're serving your, your purpose. I think we can close up. Uh, Cause I think we got, we got so much. Thank you so much. Where can we find you? I know you said your show's coming up. I I, I know you have the, your YouTube thing. Are you teaching yoga? Just like tell us where we can find you.
0: I teach a live stream on my IG page at Cornelius Jones Jr. Every Monday, 9 a.m. PST. I do 30 minutes there. That 30 minutes is just for anyone who want to pop in and just see what I do. Um, it's complimentary. Of course, I always tag my Venmo there if you want to give some love. Um, I also have my platform where I do teach live stream classes. We're shifting to a new um, platform, which is getyogaburn.com, which is up right now. It's being beta tested, but it is up. I have current subscribers. If you just go to Cornelius Yoga Burn right now, you'll get all of the information there. So I have a live classes on Monday. If you want to do 30 minutes, it's it's on IG. If you want to do the full hour on Mondays, just join us in the Zoom space. So I have it running from IG and Zoom. Um, We do Tuesday mornings on Zoom at 7.30 a.m. PST. Uh, We do Friday mornings at 9 a.m. on Zoom, again, Pacific Standard Time, and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on Zoom. And it's a mixture of power yoga, some some bar classes, some sculpt classes, um, hit classes as well. You can look at the schedule and see that. That's for anything health, fitness, yoga related. I'll be um, introducing challenges. I have a 14-day challenge with a nice wellness and meal plan there. I'm a recent Ayurvedic wellness counselor. I'm still a baby Ayurvedic wellness counselor, but on the new platform, you'll get a lot of um, tips about food, diet, and certain types of oils and herbs and cooking tips um, that just Ayurvedically that will help your overall uh, physical and, and, and emotional wellness. So that'll all be in the new platform. Of course, some freebies will be thrown there as well. And if anything acting related, you know, just go to CorneliusJonesJr.com and that's it. But mainly on all of the social platforms, TikTok, Cornelius Jones Jr., IG, Cornelius Jones Jr., Facebook, Cornelius Jones Jr., Twitter, I'm not really there much. I mainly read to other people's stuff stuff on Twitter, um, but it's Cornelius Jones J, not Jr., Cornelius Jones J. At the time when I got it, they didn't have enough characters. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't get the Junior. I couldn't get the R.
1: Oh, yeah. oh okay.
0: <laughs> so Cornelius Yoga Burn, get Yoga Burn, CorneliusJonesJr.com.
1: Oh, amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, in closing, do you have any, any final words for number one, either the general audience or number two, a little... Boy like Cornelius that wants to do do the
0: arts. For that little boy, that little girl who always thought that they were different or not good enough, special, and who hears those words that, oh, you're special, oh, you're different. Know that, yes, you are special. You are different. And know that you were handpicked to be here. And that you are the chosen one and just lean more into your specialty your differences and your uniqueness because that is going to be the thing that is going to propel you in life and keep moving you forward in life that's your gift
1: mic mic dropped that's it (laughs) Thank you, Cornelius, for your time and for your such inspiring and powerful story. And thank you for being so authentic with us. And I appreciate it. You will touch many souls. And till next time.
0: You're very welcome. Thank you for reaching out and thank you for having me. I appreciate this. Again, congratulations on your passion project and just being a great host, moderator, producer, and um, yeah, developing this. So I wish you much success.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll see you around. I'll be in touch. All
0: right. I love you. Love you too. Thank
1: Blessings. You so All right, baby. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Python Noel Show hashtag PNS. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode, got something out of it, and found that laugh somewhere. If you are a visual person like me and you want to see these stunning guests in their interviews, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at the Paisa Noel Show PNS. If you're feeling the PNS podcast, please hook a sister up with a fantastic rate and review. Okay, (laughs) they just got the option on Spotify now, too. So, you know, hook a girl up. Last but not least, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Paisa Noel Show. Blessings, love and laughter, y'all. Peace out. (laughs)